From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. James, I'm glad we're back, and we have an interesting topic that I think a lot of people will be able to relate to today. Oh, I'm glad to be back. It's just weird that I'm on West Coast time and you're on East Coast time, and I do apologize for my list, our listeners if I sound echoey uh, sitting in a pretty empty apart, uh, townhouse right now, but uh, again, recording with Steve, which is great, and looking forward to this topic. We're, we're making it work. And that, that's the, the beauty of the internet and, uh, and our ability to, to leverage our tools. So, yeah. um, you know, with, with that, you know, one of the things that I think has been coming up a lot and, and I'm curious to get your take on it too, from an IT side is that for years and years, everyone has talked about, uh, the need to manage and, and monitor their AV equipment and their AV systems. And, and I think that first started out in the manufacturers really pushing that idea, but but as more systems got put in and less people were available to support them and more devices were on the network, it really became a reality that this is something that needs to happen because for, for various reasons, whether it's to be able to to uh, collect data or just to be, be able to push updates, having your systems on the network and having some tool, whatever that tool may be to monitor and uh, be able to uh, accumulate data and, and provide a dashboard is, is really valuable. So um, being that I am not on the client side and have not been, maybe you could share a little bit of what you have seen has worked or not worked. And we could kind of delve a little bit into uh, maybe the I- IT side of things too. Sure. Um, I really feel that the monitoring comes from more of IT folks pushing because as you, you mentioned, we are doing more with less people and IT people like to do as much as they can from their desk. Um, not saying they're lazy. It just, that's the IT mentality is, how much can I do it from my workstation without getting up and going to the space? Um, now, AV is a balance between that. We still have to get up and go, but we do fall under IT. We, AV is IT, and we need to follow the same um, mindset as IT technicians because monitoring gives you a lot of beneficials uh, stuff. I know, for example, when I was was at Stockton University, we we did a lot of monitoring with our AV equipment, and it became vital, um, useful information to us. Not only were we getting data analytics from the devices, but for example, I remember one time we got an alert that the lamp in our projector wasn't working. So I grabbed the lamp, grabbed the ladder headed to the room. I walk into the room. There's a faculty member standing at the podium. I go, are you having a problem with the projector? He looks up and goes, oh, I am. How did you know? Like he, he didn't even know he had a problem. I was there to fix his issue before disrupting the class. Um, that was one. There was another time where um, we had equipment 
basically we had a section of the college lose power, but it was not scheduled to us, but it was on the electricians schedule. So I got alert that equipment went down. I was in the area. So I walked there, got to the space and saw the electricians. I'm like, you guys kill power to this area. They're like, yeah, how do you know? I'm like, I got to alert the equipment's offline. And they were shocked by that. They were, they had no, they didn't understand that part of it, but those having those features allow us to see what's going on and resolve issues before they become issues for our users. Those are incredible examples of how this is almost a non-negotiable in my opinion. So being able to do uh, per, uh, what we would call predictive maintenance, right? Or be able to provide support to wow your client and, and user to let them know that you're there before something bad happens and, and uh, is, is tremendous. And, and just the fact of having to go from room to room and figure that out yourself, rather than sitting at a screen and being able to get a, a bird's eye view of everything, that, that, that'll win you over right there. Um, one, one thing that, that I found in working with different clients over the years and, uh, and, and also from a programmer's perspective is the key element here is that it has to fit into somebody's workflow and culture and, and everybody is different. So, um, and, and what I think a lot of programmers face as a challenge and uh, trying to kind of tie in our audience there is what is it that we're going to provide on that back end that's going to be helpful for somebody? Because uh, give me everything is not a good answer and nothing is by default. So how do we figure that out? And, and what is, what's right for a client is, is I think the, the key element there. It's almost like you have to define a scope of work that's just for monitoring and management outside of what you're doing in the actual local room. I, that's a good point. You do need to define what you're monitoring because you think about what monitoring is. If you over monitor and you get too many alerts, you're ignoring them. And then now your alerts are not doing you justice. Um, so it, uh, having a good scope of work that defines what you need to monitor, what's important is uh, almost as important as the uh, scope of work at defining the whole programming itself. Uh, because like I said, if you over monitor, then it just becomes noise and people ignore it. If you under monitor, monitor stuff, then people aren't getting the bird eyes view that they should and now they're wondering, well, was it even worth it? It's a, it's a balancing act and um, a good scope of work covering that. I, I agree. So uh, usually programmers are kind of given very little information when it comes to that. And it's not always the case because, of course, I, I have a little bit of a, a, a bit of a limited perspective or a biased perspective always being that third party. But um, is this something that is its own project, do you think, where we, we need to really look at, hey, we're going to be investing in this 
solution, this this software, this this um, the the the, the a, a way of addressing this need that we have, and how can we make that work to our, our benefit? Because uh, what's a lot of times overlooked is that the programmer has to do the work on the back end to be able to make everything provide the data and provide the alerts and 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 give that feedback and some devices give certain things and some don't and it it really has to be in my thought uh, it looked at as a, uh, an, a almost an investment as in developing a standard uh standard definitely key um a lot of information there we were just saying to to die set that a little bit is um having it as its own project could be beneficial the only concern especially for us programmers then if we don't throw the hooks in on the projects making it a separate project project it's going to be harder for us um that's where i think apis really come into being valuable or even throwing those hooks in even if you never use them um, to save us time so that, okay, even if the client doesn't want to know how many hours are on the projector, I know that's a common one. Everyone can do that. Um, but your client doesn't want it. So if you don't program that in, no harm, no foul. But what if you roll that out and then the client goes, you know what? I do want those hours. Now you're rewriting your code or you could just throw the hook in there and go, okay, you want that? turn it on, we're good to go. Um, so and I, again, goes back to your statement of standards. If you have that as a standard in your code that you're rolling out, again, even if the client never wants that information, it's available if they ever request it. And now you're not rewriting the project. Yeah, so, so, I, would, so I guess maybe an exercise where um, that needs to, be de defined and say every project that we do, we, ex we expect this information to be accessible, whether we use it or not is, yeah. uh, is a question. But I, yeah, I think getting, getting that list is probably where, where the value is. Um, before we wrap up, one, one other thing that I think we need to touch on is, so what do you use to do this monitoring and management? Because there's a whole lot of options and, uh, and, and they all are a little bit different and some of them are proprietary and they it really it does matter because it isn't very easily transferable to my knowledge to go from one to another and and as, as we had been talking it it you know having too many tools isn't always a good solution i agree uh, and that's a little pet peeve of mine there's a lot of these manufacturers are coming out with their monitoring stuff for their products. That's great. But we know that AV is an integrated system. So I could be using brand X, Y, and Z. Does that mean I need to run three different monitoring softwares? That's too much for a technician to keep on top plus their daily job. I mean, a dashboard should be one screen up showing everything that they need. So I know personally, when I had the time, I was actually building my own monitoring system. Um, I built one that was monitoring all our control systems 
Um, but again, it was a limit to just those. Um, and I was branching out to cover more information using common computer languages like C Sharp and Python and HTML5 to try to build a holistic one that can incorporate any brand. Um, now, again, that was a side project. I haven't done much with it, but um, that was something I was working on because I felt having too many products and manufacturers have good ones. There's tons of good ones out there, but then, like I said, you're running three, four, five of them. That mm -hmm. gets a little crazy. And, and that kind of takes us back to the whole idea of having an, an API that could uh, allow the control platform to spit out information in a predictable way, whether it's something that's a RESTful API or some, some other um, universally used method, and then have that software tie into it. And if, the, if different software uh, that's out there can access a, a, Re a REST API, then you it, 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 you're not limited to picking a specific one and feeling tied, like you're tied to it. So maybe that's a, an answer that we, uh, we can come up with, but it, it just, I think it's going to be an ongoing question. I've seen it come up more and more. I've seen there be a lot more options on the market. There's definitely a need for it, but I haven't seen anybody necessarily have any real big breakthroughs. And I'd be curious to hear from our audience if, if that is the case and, and what, what do you look for and what have you had success with? And, and if it's um, staying with one manufacturer, that's totally understandable. And if it's not wanting to be limited to one manufacturer, that would be an, an intriguing discussion as well. So please, please reach out to us and let us know. And uh, perhaps we could do a follow-up and uh, in, involve some more uh, perspectives on this. Um, probably a good place for us to stop. Um, James, how can people get in touch with you and learn what you're up to and uh, read what you're writing? Uh, sure. Thank you. Uh, they can get me on Twitter at AV underscore James King. Um, again, Google my name. I'm sure you'll find me. I do write for the Higher Ed Digital Magazine, the IT and AV column, this podcast, AV Life podcast. So again, I'm out there. Sounds good. And uh, certainly look for James on Twitter. He's, he's uh, always accessible that way. Um, for me, you could reach me at Steve Greenblatt on social media. Um, I do some writing for several publications, uh, a couple in the AV Network um, uh, website, and also on my company blog at controlconcepts.net. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to connect on LinkedIn or on Twitter and uh, keep the conversation going. And it's helpful for us to know that you're out there. So please just uh, give us uh, some um, feedback. We, we uh, mean, would mean a lot to us and we'd like to uh, make sure that we're providing the content that everybody's looking for. And that's what we have for today. And this has been Ask the Programmer.